my shot. Hello, Mr. Cooley. Hello, Mr. Talbot. I have a little bit of a cold, so I'm going to try to talk like Morgan Freeman for the rest of do the you think? Do you think I gave you my cold from last <laughs> week through the microphones and into the internet and then back to your microphone? <laughs> that sounds like something a really old man would say, but yeah, we did talk <laughs> about that, didn't we? It seems like the only logical explanation about I mean, how I was sick and then a couple days later you got sick. I didn't see anyone else, you know? Yeah. Other than you virtually. Exactly. So Exactly. Um, I have a couple stories that I want to tell before we get into the topic of the day. But um, so uh, a few months ago, I put on a glass screen protector on my phone and uh, which if you don't do it, I highly recommend the the Spigen one comes with a little kit. It's like almost impossible to mess up. Mm -hmm. Um, It's awesome. But I had a few too many drinks one night and I like, I don't know, something happened. Like I batted my phone off of the nightstand and it hit the corner of the nightstand perfectly and shattered oh, the screen protector, perfect. which like, thank God I had the screen protector on because that would have <laughs> totally ruined my day. Um, maybe yeah. even my entire life. If I would have broken this, I've never broken a phone screen. So yeah, I'm like ro- running on that record. But so I, I had an extra screen protector I put it on, but I kind of did it, I guess I rushed it or something um, because I got like a little hair stuck under it Mm. and it has been driving me nuts for like the last couple days. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I then had my phone, this is, this is stupid, but um, (laughs) I was in the shower and then my phone, my alarm went off on the counter. Yeah. So I reached out and grabbed it and turned my alarm off, but then I went and set my phone up on top of the shower door, which I've done a million times before and it's never been a problem. But the other day it was a problem because it just out of nowhere, of course, fell flat face down um, on the bottom of the shower, which like the sound it made, you just knew something broke. Like it was super just (laughs) solid slap. Um, so I picked it up, screen protector, completely shattered. Again, thank God I had the protector on it. But um, the saving grace was now I can replace my screen protector again and hopefully not get a little hair under it. Yeah. Like I was trying to decide for the whole time if I was going to pull off a perfectly good screen protector and get a new one just because there was a little hair under it that was driving me nuts. But yeah. um, now I don't have to think about it because oh, it, poor guy. I broke it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, breaking, breaking the protector is such a relief. I, I yeah. have the, um, I have one that where you just get a free replacement when you break it. Yeah. But bad news for people like me is you only get one a year. So mm-hmm. I sent another request. I didn't know that. I sent another request later in the year for a new protection. They're like, we're sorry, you only get one mm. per year. So I went to bed. Bummer. This one time, man, I went to go trade my phone in at uh, Apple and this was when I was maybe like 22 or three. I, the screen and the like frame around the screen on the iPhone was, was removed from the back of the iPhone. So like you could mm. put a credit card inside of my phone through the top. Yeah. And the guy that I had in there was so nice. Like the mm. nicest person I've ever met to this day. I think about it. And he was like, 
I'll take the lashing. He's like, I'll replace this for you. Like, that's yeah. literally how he said it. Nice. And, and he did. And it was great. Nice. Got in, got it never fun. goes that way. No, it yeah. doesn't. It, it's that's always. Awesome. It probably wouldn't now. That was a long time ago. So. Right. Right. People have zero yeah. grace now. Okay. No. Another story you have? Yeah. The other story. Um, so I got a cast iron skillet for my birthday, which mm-hmm. was something I asked for, which like when you become an adult, I guess you just asked for, you asked for boring shit like oh, yeah. pants and socks and things. But um, I really want it. Uh, my sister and my brother-in-law got it for me. So uh, for those of you who don't know, an important part of having a cast iron skillet is you have to what's called season it where like before mm-hmm. you cook anything on it, you have to like put a coat of oil on it and heat it up and um, whatever. Cause that's what helps make it nonstick is this like, layer of oil that you polymerize on the cast iron yes so i didn't know exactly how hot a cast iron skillet could get because to me like the high setting on my stove with like a shitty pan is like just hot enough to cook something right but with a cast (laughs) iron skillet it's like full full heat (laughs) so i had it heating up i was preheating it whatever just like the tutorial said um and then they were like okay yeah just put like two tablespoons or something of oil on it. And then once it starts to smoke, you can like wipe it out or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So my pan was probably at like 16,000 degrees (laughs) because I dumped in, I get, I don't know how much oil I thought it was two tablespoons was probably a little bit more. I dumped it in and it just erupted into flames. Like jet, like I had dumped a jet fuel on it. And you know, the smoke alarms in the apartment were going off and I just had this <laughs> second where I was like, what am I going to do? Because it's not just like it was kind of on fire. Yeah. It was like six inches to a foot tall flames on fire, like super on fire. Uh. So like I had that split second of just like staring at it and then I went into like crisis mode. I went like scurrying through my cabinets looking for baking powder because oh, I yeah. knew it was oil and I couldn't just dump it in the sink and all this stuff. Um, by the time I found the baking powder, the, the oil had all burnt off and it was fine. It was just like super smoky in my apartment, but that's like the extreme way to season your skillet. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I turned the heat off and then like, there was just this crust of like burnt oil (laughs) on my pan. So I had to start all over. I had to scrub Uh, it out with like scrub all that crap off and start over. And at this point I was like shaking because I was like, I almost burned down the apartment (laughs) complex. Like, um, plus like the smoke alarms thing, I was more embarrassed than anything because I hate being that guy because I have neighbors, obviously. Right. And when someone's smoke alarms go off, you're just like, wow, what an idiot, you know? And I (laughs) I was that idiot. I had to open all the doors and windows and like, yeah get rid of all this smoke oh, so. man that's not that's unfortunate that's kind of like car yeah. alarms like when they go off we never think oh someone could be breaking into that car we always think what idiot hit his why don't they turn their yeah, alarm open off. His door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man exactly. that's rough yeah i i thought it was funny like you said um you know like once you get older you start asking for gifts like when people ask you what you want you start to ask for really practical things yeah and um we just had, we celebrated Christmas um, with family, um, like over Thanksgiving, mm. and we did a white elephant. And it was funny because the practical gifts, everyone there, other than like the kids that were there, were 
probably lived, they had their own places, weren't living with mom and dad anymore, you know? So like everyone wanted the practical gifts. Like those right, were the ones, right. like people were stealing Tupperware <laughs> over right. like anything else. And, yeah. uh, but there was this Red Rider BB gun and mm. I, I just kept thinking in my mind, like that would be so cool for Rivers to have someday. And mm. I got fixated on it and ended up getting it. And then I realized they're like 30 bucks and I'm not going to be able to yeah, give him this right. guy until he's like, <laughs> it's going to be rusted out and you're going to have lost it by the time that, uh, yeah. yeah. So I worked so hard for a very impractical gift, but, um, that's did funny. Also, did also get the Tupperware. Just put one of that nice. on the record. So yeah, good. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, getting older, man. You just, you, you start to th think less about what you want and end up more about what you need. Yep. Well, my theory is because my theory is that as you get older and you have money to spend, you tend to spend it on the things that you want, or at yeah. least for me, like right. I save up my money so that I can buy the toys and gear and stuff that I want, but yeah. then I don't have any money to spend on the things that I need. So uh -huh. I use holidays for that because it's easier to ask for that kind of stuff as gifts for me. But yeah. What is your, um, like your philosophy? I know we talked about gifts a little bit before, but what's your philosophy on it is it like ask for something that you wouldn't get yourself or is it ask for something that you don't you wouldn't want to you don't want to buy necessarily yeah you know how people always say ask ask for something you would never buy yeah i think that's stupid yeah like i like why i ask I for it? something that i would buy but i don't want to spend the money on <laughs> yeah. you know like I, I ask for specific things because I know that's the thing that I want. But like a, a lot of it, I'm going to be honest, is like the my birthday's in November and then Christmas is in December. Mm -hmm. So I go on this like purchasing pause starting in like September because right. I know I have to leave something for people to get me. Yeah. And I, I'm a hard person to shop for. And because of my whole thing of like not... Um, you know, being overly joyous when I open gifts, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have to make it easy on people and give them an obvious thing to like, I yeah. have to give like a pretty specific wish list, quote unquote, right. which is like a weird thing to do as an adult. But, mm -hmm. um, so I just, I just don't buy anything for a few months and then they yeah. can get me things that I actually want. So, yeah, I think that's, that aligns with me anyways, what, whether it's correct or not. <laughs> that's Who how knows? I feel There's no it. rules to this game. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, this week um, we're going to talk about, I don't really know how to describe it. Media consumption is what we've been saying to each other. Um, I kind of had this thought when I was driving to and from Lincoln for Thanksgiving um, this week. Um, I realized that I only really listen to like podcasts or new music or, or things like this when I have a long drive or a flight or something. Um, and in my mind, like the reason I do that is because I like to save those things for a time when I can really pay attention to them. You know, like I don't listen to new music while I'm just like working at my computer and I like, I don't know. I just like save podcasts for when I know I have a drive and I'll like bookmark them and, and something will come out in September and I'll be like, that'll be a good one for when I go up for Thanksgiving and I'll listen to it two months later. So I thought it could be kind of interesting to talk about how we consume things um and kind of kind of get into that like because you've you've said a couple times on the podcast that you don't really listen to music all that much at all which as a 
professional musician, singer, songwriter, I feel like people would find that interesting. I thought maybe yeah. we could talk about that a little bit to start. Yeah, that's cool. I yeah, I did some driving this week too, and um, I regret to inform you, my friend, that I did download a news app again and start listening. Oh, I, it, it's just, it's like a, an addiction, you know, you... You yeah. go to AA and you you try to get better and then all of a sudden uh, you you download the app again and you start using it. Um, yeah. Not that I've been to AA yet, but what I'm saying is I download that. I listen to news for a little bit. Um, I really like, this sounds dangerous, but I like YouTube when I'm driving. Um, mm. Not necessarily to watch, but um, they're... YouTubers, I don't know if if you've noticed this, but over the years, and and YouTube is cool for us to talk about because that that became new like within our lifetime, right? You know exactly. And yep. um, uh, I like to put that stuff on, and it's it's really catering to like the pretty quick, short attention mm. span stuff. And while I'm driving, I'm not trying to like go into a long. Uh, Right. You know, I'm not trying to do a vision quest while I'm driving, so. Um, <laughs> vision quest. Um, but anyways, um, so yeah, I did news. This is just one drive. We'll, we'll walk right. through it. Did okay. the news first thing. That just makes me feel like an old man sitting with a newspaper at the table, right? Makes me feel like an adult a little bit. I, I know what's going on in the world, know how to avoid topics and not piss people off during the day. Yeah. Then YouTube, I just go through stuff I like. Um, I actually watched some videos on on some hunting and where I was going in Colorado, just so I got like a... I mean, I was driving. I mean, I listened to some videos on um, right, 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 right. <laughs> hunting and where I was going in Colorado to kind of get acclimated to that. Um, yeah, and then, you know, like you said... Um, I save that stuff. Like, I don't watch that stuff at all on any given day. Right. I mean, you don't, you don't like, did you ever get on YouTube and like, just watch like a five minute video during the course of your week? Yeah. Yeah, you I do? do. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah it, strangely, I, I kind of use YouTube videos as my, the replacement of like what a lot of people use podcasts for when they're working. I don't watch them. Like if I'm working, I'm, I'm not like actively watching the video. It's usually on in the background, but it's usually yeah. something that lends itself more to listening anyway. So, yeah. Um, but I'm not ever really paying all that much attention to it. It's yeah. just white noise for me. Yeah. I think you, I am against buying the premium versions of apps, but, but I do have YouTube premium. Yeah. I wince even saying it out loud, but it's good for me because I like to be able to, if I'm uh, on a run or whatever, I like to be able to shut my phone and. Right put it in my pocket and and yeah a lot of youtube does cater to just the audio you know right like and then you'll hear a lot of youtube channels say you can also get this as a podcast here or there right because they're they're trying to cater that like podcast audio um stuff but yeah i've i've never been able to get on board with the using youtube as a source of music though oh like, right like there are because YouTube has playlists, but they're videos, video right. playlists. But then a lot of people like use YouTube to listen to music on. I'm like, dude, right. just get Spotify like a normal person. Like, what are you it, doing using YouTube for this? Okay, this is a perfect example because I was in the store the other day 
was looking at some stuff. It was like a hardware store. And then another guy came up to me and was like, oh, we think we're working on the same project, you know? Like, and then uh, I was like, yeah, what do you got going on? We talked and then ended up standing there for a while. And he was like, so, so are you from here? And I was like, no. I said, I actually travel around quite a bit for work. And he's like, oh, what do you do? And um, I told him and he said, oh, where can I hear the music? And I said, it's on Spotify, you know, Apple Music. Um, and he's like, he was opening the YouTube app on his phone. Yep. And I was like, Man. what are you doing? <laughs> People always ask me, they're like, I tell them about the Talbot brothers and they're always yeah. like, where can I listen to it? Are you guys on YouTube? I'm like, you're like what? Why would okay, some, kinda, but why? Why <laughs> would it? Why? Is why it? is that your first? Your first thought is like, yeah, I'm gonna watch a lyric yeah. video on YouTube of <laughs> to learn Whenever, these guys. Yeah, exactly. Whenever I think YouTube, I always think like either fail compilation videos or do you remember? Did you ever do that in college where you would sit and just everyone would shout out a video title and you'd watch like a playlist yep. of, yep. of stupid oh, videos. Oh, type this in next. Yeah, type this exactly. in next. This one's great. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's what I think of. And yeah, you're right. When I think of music, um, I always think Spotify and um, Apple Music too. I used to use Apple Music all the time, but it's one of those things where you get in the car, you plug in your phone, in, in the van anyways, um, the tour van, it automatically cues up your first song out of Apple Music yeah. and you can't shut Alphabetically. that off. Alphabetically. Yeah. yeah. You can't shut it off. You you have to right. delete Apple Which Music. Which that's that's why I deleted Apple Music off my phone. Like <laughs> exactly. I never really gave it a, a chance. Um, yeah. It's like once you get ingrained into one of them, the, mm -hmm. the idea of like finding all of your same playlists and stuff on the new app yes. is kind of dumb. So I, I just never got into it. But for a while, I had the app installed, um, but when I got a newer car that had CarPlay, like once I plugged it in, it recognized it was plugged into a car and did that thing. And uh, it always played, um, shout out to our friend, Evan Bartles. It always played one of his songs. Yes. And I actually really liked the song, but Apple Music ruined it for me yeah, because every time I got in my car, it was the <laughs> same song that came on. I was like, bro, I can't, I just, I just deleted the app. Exactly. I want to listen to yeah. Evan Bartles on my own terms. You know, there I don't want go. my car to decide. It should just yeah. shuffle it. I don't know. It's I know. Yeah. You'd think if, yeah, just plug it in. And last time I played, um, Able by Need to Breathe, which has always came up for mm. me. Yeah. And it would just start and everything. I was like, God, I like the right. song. Too. This is one yeah. of my favorite bands, but <laughs> not in this context. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with you on that. I so you so you will put YouTube up because you've got a couple monitors, right? When you're working. Right. Yeah. You you might throw it up. Is it so you can see it or you've got it in the background on, on it? It just depends. I mean, if I'm doing a two monitor task, I won't make room for it. Mm -hmm. um, but if I'm doing a one monitor task, sometimes I'll throw it up on the side yeah um but yeah I, I don't know i i usually just put minimize it and listen to what's going on um yeah. but there's a lot of times when i'm working when i can't listen to anything like i just need right. silence because I, otherwise it distracts me but yeah we've talked about that before is yeah. it too is it too intimate of a question to ask you what you're throwing up on the tubes when you're uh <laughs> i should probably say youtube on the tubes yeah um it's not an intimate question at all really but it, it might I don't know. Recently, it's been, um, I've been into pilot vlogs recently, oh, which sweet. is when, you know, pilots will uh, 
just throw up cameras in their cockpit and you can like hear the radio transmissions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the videos are really cool to watch because they, you know, have cool scenery and stuff. But That's for some sweet. reason, listening to that is really interesting to me. Like I, I have this thing with being able to hear like the radio communication. I think all that is super cool. So I just listen to that most of the time. Um, there's this, this channel called Steve-O one Canevo that he does <laughs> like, he's a, he's a, uh, a private pilot as a job. So like he works for some company and he just flies their like corporate plane around. Um, but he's got cameras in his cockpit and stuff and, um, it's pretty dope. So that's sweet. I just listen to that most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. It does sound like it would be pretty tranquil. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you were listening to like, you know, the Apollo crashes and stuff on the, on <laughs> no. the, and I was like, that's a no. little dark. <laughs> Sometimes I'll listen to like, um, product reviews, like tech reviews and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of justify that by, I work in the tech field. So like mm-hmm. I, I call it, uh, uh, market research <laughs> or yeah. something. That's a big, but that's a big one like for that. me. Like yeah. throw something up, um, either that I have bought already hoping to discover something I don't know right. about it. Or something that I'm looking to get. Yeah. That yeah. feels like a good use of, of YouTube time, I think. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, another thing you mentioned, um, you know, like kind of putting it, putting it on in the background, you know, um, yeah, I've been, since we talked about it last on the podcast and I said, I'm not really listening to new music and it just kind of stresses me out because I feel like I'm working, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, I've been trying to let go of that a little bit. And and as I've been doing that, trying to listen to new bands and stuff and listen to new songs, um, mostly on Spotify, I have, I think I have come to realize that this is a little bit of a, like a point of pride thing for me. And to I, not listen to music? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Because I start to, really what it is, I start to critique myself. Mm. Um, like I'm com- putting myself up against what I'm listening to basically every right. time, you know, if it's a female, uh, pop artist, you know what I mean? Right. I will, I will just compare it. And, um, I think that's where it was coming from. And so I've, I've sort of started to think, um, more along the lines of I do my thing. Um, these people do their thing and I can, I'm trying to appreciate it kind of from like a bird's eye view right? instead nowadays rather than like if I'm the one on stage or like if I was writing right. that song. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's been better. I mean, I've been, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, man. Seriously, I keep going back to these like singer, acoustic singer, songwriter guys mm. um, that I'm just like, man, their, their songwriting is so good. And before, right. I kind of started to think this new way, I would say I would shut it off because it almost like stressed me out, you know? Right. I'm like, but they're so poetic. Um, do you know that guy? Have you listened to um, Tyler Childers at all? No, I have not. Does he come up on your TikTok all the time though? Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. He might, he, but. He just, when I was using TikTok, he just randomly came up all the time. And I was like, who in my circle is just like binging this dude yeah because <laughs> it's all over the place like right um but i've been listening to a lot of him he's probably more like real country um kind of like uh mm. what's his name uh who's that guy that does that black top song that's kind of cool kind of country western uh, <laughs> i i do not know hey, dude darling, i am i am never good top. at when someone asks who sings this 
Yeah. If it's like a new song, I never know the answer. It's old, but even though I've okay. heard of it. Yeah. Anyways, so that's been good for me. And I I did a little bit of that on this trip too. And um, you know, like I told you, I've been just trying to mess around with some new sounds. Um, especially as we get into the winter. No matter what's going on in the world, we try to take the winter and just kind of like recharge and um, mm. f- work on some new stuff. Um, but that's been good. Like singer songwriter stuff that I've been listening to on drives has kind of, kind of poured back in. But is there, is there like music that you listen to while, I don't know, correct me, but you strike me as the kind of fella who listens to a certain kind when he's working, maybe a certain kind when he's driving and another kind when he's like having some drinks, hanging out with people. Yeah, is that absolutely. True? Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah, so. I definitely have um I have different types of music for different occasions for sure. Um mm. I for some reason whenever I see people listening to music, I play this game where I try to figure out what they're listening to. But mm. I, I've learned that a lot of people just listen to the same kind of music all the time. Right. Which to me I it's don't understand. Wild. Right. Because I could not listen to um like I could not listen to Drew Holcomb if I was at the gym because it's yes. it's not it doesn't get me amped, you know. Yeah. Like the music I listen to at the gym is not the most um like intellectual. Like it's, you know, like rave music. Like mm. not to say that it's um not smart musically, but um people expect musicians to listen to like really, I don't know, certain types of music and I just listen to whatever fits the vibe at the time. So like sometimes yeah. I listen to like super heavy screamo music at the gym. Sometimes right. I listen to like club rave music, just depending right. on what I'm into. Um, I also do the thing where when I'm at the gym, I listen to the same playlist or the same album over and over again until I'm absolutely sick of it. And then I have yep. to find something else. You know, I, yeah, I don't yeah. like having to think about what am I going to listen to at the gym today? It's just, yeah. this is what I listen to at the gym. You know, how do you, how do you think they decide what music and how do they decide what music to put up in the gym? And then the second part of the question is why? Oh, uh, you mean like in the, the speakers that are playing? Why are they even playing music up there? I, I have no idea, dude. Like, I guess for the four people in the entire gym that didn't bring their headphones that day or whatever, but um, usually the music that plays in the gym sucks, is terrible. Mm. And at my gym, so I go to Lifetime, this big, you know, corporate gym. Uh, sucks. I hate it, but it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they have music playing throughout the gym. But then there's also this like group fitness class that comes in and uses up all the equipment is super obnoxious, Mm -hmm. but they wheel in a giant Bluetooth speaker and play their own music. Right. So then if you didn't bring your headphones, you're listening to two different sources of music all the time. Like there should be, there should be a law against this kind of debauchery, but yeah. And you can kind of tune out, right? But every once in a while I get both songs or something and I'm just like, it's like I got the makes spins, me nauseous. You know? yeah, yeah, I feel the same way, dude. I yeah, don't know it's, how it's terrible. And why don't they choose? It, to me, I would think like in a gym, maybe put on like classic rock or something. But maybe yeah. that's too invasive. Or yeah, I don't people. know. Like that. That to me seems like the safest bet. But they right. usually just play whatever is trendy at the time. Top, top you know? twenty or whatever. Yeah. I guess I don't know. It, yeah. Which like that music is good. Like sometimes there's some good workout jams on there, but. Yeah. Um I've always appreciated the the gyms that just play like classic rock or something or just yeah. don't have music. Dude, some of the best workouts I've ever had 
have been on days that I've gone to the gym on an off hour and I forgot my headphones. So it was empty mm -hmm. and there was no music playing. And it was Sweet. just like this super like meditative. I, I can't explain it, but it was, it was. Dope. Yeah. You're just hearing like the clanking of the iron and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Kind of yeah. just feels like a machine working. I right. like that. Yeah. I've, I never, I had a hard time. That's, that's part of w one of the reasons I like running is because I can choose um, whether I'm going to be in my head or I'm going to be consuming something, you know, right. I'm, and uh, they always say when you're running, it's really good for you to not listen to things because you should be listening to your, your breathing and you tend to stop thinking about that when you're, um, they also say you'll start to line up your cadence with beats. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. If you listen to something too high tempo, you might yeah. gas out. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I mean, running in cross country in high school, I ran with this guy that we would run, you know, we'd run like 10 miles, but he was listening to like Audio Slave. And I'm like, how do you, you're running like eight to 10 minute miles right now and you're listening to nail in my hand, you know, and I just thought maybe it would, it would mess me up, you know, and maybe, and music wasn't a huge part of, of his life. So that's probably why, but, um, right. do you... Do you ever feel like, is when you listen to music at the gym or whatever you listen to while you're there, do, do you ever listen to like a podcast or news at the gym? Or is no, it, absolutely is not, dude. Yeah. People who do that are serial killers. I, yeah. I'm, I'm convinced. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, because to me, I'm when I'm at the gym, I'm trying to focus on being at the gym. And if I'm going right. to listen to a podcast, like a lot of the podcasts I listen to are um, either interview based or like topical, right? Something mm -hmm. that I am interested in paying attention to right so like I'll, I'll do a podcast when i'm just like walking on the treadmill because right. it helps me pass the time because that's something that i just despise doing and i don't yep. really put a lot of energy into thinking about but mm -hmm. when i'm lifting like i it's a very active mental exercise for me also because i'm thinking about form technique um you know feeling which muscles are moving and like i'm, I'm really taking it seriously with a, a high level of detail um so yeah i don't like to have i don't want to miss out on parts of the podcast while i'm lifting but then yeah. i also don't want to be pulled out of my lift because i'm engaged in part of the podcast you know yeah yeah i i agree because i have tried to like i listen to jocko willink yep. podcast when i worked out before at the gym and and the same thing happens to me. I'll I'll have to like go back thirty seconds or whatever because right. I mean, it was right there in my ears, but I was focused on what I was doing. And you're right, like to be consuming information like that, it should it deserves a level of attention, you know. And and there's a lot of important stuff there that I don't want to miss in a podcast like that. Yeah, yeah. I th I think I get. Um, I was gonna ask you if you ever felt. Like you, what you do for work, do you feel like there's inspiration from music? You know, not, not even specifically when you're at the gym, but do you take any, any kind of uh, gusto into your work day from that? Not particularly. Um, music doesn't really, kind of weird, music doesn't really hype me up mentally, like in the way that um, I listen to a dope song and I'm like, yeah, I can't, can't wait to just crank out some work today. You yeah. know, like it yeah, gets me right. hyped to go work out in the gym. Cause it's, uh, I don't know, like an aggression kind of thing that I'm, I'm kind of building up. But, mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'll listen to a song that'll make me want to go 
play music. Like it'll inspire yeah. me to like go practice or mm. um, try to write something. And then I'm usually quickly discouraged by my writing ability and then um, yeah. never open Ableton again for another six months. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, I think listening to like anti, well, I don't want to say anti work cause that's kind of like a term nowadays, but listening to like stuff that's like against working kind of gets me hyped. Like that one, right. that one silence, like, I don't want to work. I just want to bang on the drums all day. That classic <laughs> yeah. rock song. Like yeah, that yeah. gets me going. Like CCR has a lot of like anti-man, anti-establishment right. songs. Those always get me like in the mood to just be like putting the hammer to the nail. Mm, interesting. Um, that does work, but I don't listen to that stuff really any other time. It's like yeah. when I'm loading in uh, for a normal show, I like to put some music up because um, th- there's it's not really involved other than people just getting things where they need to go. And right. That, that kind of gets me amped for the show. Um, but yeah, I... Um, I don't know, as far as like inspiration leading directly into work, like what I am making, um, music isn't usually that. I don't listen to a song and go, oh, I'm going to go home and redo that my way. Right. You know, I tend to get ideas and stories from all over the place. Friends, um, you know, uh, family, relationships, and then... Like I love movies. I I love dramas. Um, like when I get on Netflix, and I know it's not everyone's favorite, and that's the hard part about like watching movies with other people. Is you know most. I don't know if this this way for you, but it seems like every time I sit down and watch a movie with people, it's like let's find a good comedy. You know. Yeah. Right. And it's fine. Like right. It's fine. Um, and I well, I love to laugh, but when it's just me or I have. A, a couple hours um, of downtime. I like to watch a good drama, and that stuff tends to inspire inspire a lot of music. It's not really the score or mm. anything like that. It's it's the story or the characters, you know. Mm. Um, try try to write. I try to write from different perspectives, but connect them somehow to me, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I feel like kind of false. Yeah. In the way I'm doing it. But yeah, dude, movies, movies are huge. Yeah. Do you, um, like, what about TV shows? Do you get into, mm. like, series and stuff a lot? Yeah, but man, I'm classic problem person of, like, if I start watching a show, I can't, I know it would be super good for me to just watch an episode and be like, okay, that's it for tonight. Right. Going to bed. I can't. Right. I watch it like a big movie. Exactly. Know? Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that, that was kind of my next <clears throat> my next question. I was going to ask if you're uh, like a a binge a when binger. it comes to consuming any sort of media. Are you like a binger or do you um, spread it out? Because some people do. One thing I don't understand: some people will start a movie and then stop it at night, go to bed, and then finish it a different day. I know. I'm that's like, crazy. how? Like, I, I get that in yeah. a series because usually there's some on episodes or some resolution, and you can like start mm-hmm. start the next one, but with a movie, like the, the pacing of it is completely different. Like you really have to yeah. stop in the middle of the story, really. So I, I've never yeah. been able to do that, but. Yeah, like finding a good stopping place in a movie. Right. Oh, gosh, you, you freaks. Like how do you know? How do you know it's a People good People do that. Spot? I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was listening uh, on my, one of the podcasts I was listening to 
on the way home, um, he's like, yeah, my wife and I started the the movie and then we finished it a few days later. I'm like, nah, man, that ain't, that ain't me. I don't know how you do it. And I wouldn't trust that guy with my dog. Yeah. You know? Right. No way. <laughs> so you're a binger is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, especially when it comes to shows, I've always been movies like I will stay up past the point of tired if I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, I've fallen asleep during movies, but it is usually like super late romantic comedies. Right. You know? Right. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I like, I like dramas cause they engage, engage your mind a little bit. I would say like a pinnacle movie that I would enjoy is something like Shutter Island mm, interesting. Um, or something like that. That just kind of like, I don't know. You're figuring it out with the character. Yeah. Right. And, and I tend to like to write songs like that, like not front load it with all the information. So you already know what I'm going to talk about. Right. I, I sort of like to build your anticipation and for the mm. end, the release or whatever. Um, so I get that a lot from movies. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm trying to just that's easy for me as, because my job is pretty purely creative. You know, if, 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 I make it that way and a day can be a canvas, you know, right. And I have to work at it or it'll just stay blank. But I was wondering, you know, I guess I'm wondering for you, where do you get the inspiration to work like you do? If, if it's not media related at all, we can just move on to another question. Yeah, it's not. And don't, don't you, you don't look at like Tony Stark and think that what? No, dude. You're him. You're like no, the I'm realest not. Tony Literally Stark not. I've ever met. I know you have an Iron Man suit back there. There's a closet I've never been in. Yeah. In yeah. Right You're not allowed in there for other reasons. It's not because there's an Iron Man <laughs> okay. suit in there. It's the jokey. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, man, I don't know. Like I'm not I'm not inspired that way um for my work by like by anything in media. Like there's not very many mm. movies about mechanical engineering that just like really get me going, you know? Like For Iron you, Man. you can't Iron really Man. call Iron Man that though because it's it's so far fetched, you know. It's fantastical. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like yeah. May, maybe the first one where he builds the mach- the the suit in the cave out of like scrap right. parts like that might be a little bit yeah. feasible, but like the nanotech badass. Nanotech suits and all this crap. Yeah. yeah. You I mean, you do there. have access to that stuff. You probably just wouldn't be able to do it during work hours, but yeah, and you know, I just can't talk about it. Really, is is really what it is. <laughs> You'd have to kill me yep. and everyone that listens yep. to this podcast. Um, what about? I mean, you are a very creative person. I know that as your friend. But what about for you when you're? Because um, you you do guitar things too. You yeah. I've listened to stuff that you've recorded that's like composition, essentially, and. I wonder if you get it from other music or do you get it from, you know, the daily life as cliche as that sounds. Yeah. I, I don't know. Back when I used to write a lot more <clears throat> like music, music, you know, like musical composition stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I do get really inspired by things that I've heard when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, I, I have a lot of ideas that float through my head that would lend themselves a lot more to like, video game score and um Mm -hmm. you know like b the kind of music that plays in the b-roll of of a movie not like the movie score necessarily but um, things like this and you know i one thing that's interesting you know when you say film score a lot of people just think like 
big uh, orchestra sound, but that really takes sure. a lot of different forms, like just whatever music fits fits the mood. So um, that's kind of where I get a lot of that inspiration. Like I used to listen to a lot of um, just like ambient music, like uh, mm-hmm. Explosions in the Sky, um, God is an Astronaut, these sorts of bands. And yes. a lot of that stuff you end up hearing in in movies and stuff. Um, maybe not that, that, those specific bands, but music like that. So, um, I used to play a lot and and write a lot of stuff like that. Um, I don't so much anymore, but yeah, Yeah, that's cool. You know, I think just some of the stuff you talked about there made me think of like, um, musicals that are based on records. You know, I'm not, I'm not a musical guy at all. I mean, as far as musicals, um, but I do think the concept of like, of applying that to another form of media or whatever is, is pretty cool. Like, you know, you talked about film score or whatever. Um, I did watch this movie quite a, seems like a few years back that was about this guy that was a cabbie and this girl's car broke down and he was like her only ride and ended up taking her all the way to like her parents' house for a holiday. Mm. And it sounds kind of dumb, but it was actually really cool because I discovered an artist um, he, he, every song on the in the movie was from a record. That bootstraps guy that I've told you about, yeah, before, yeah. He they used every song from his record and it like perfectly applied Whoa, somehow that's to this cool. movie. Yeah, and I I just <clears> kept you know I kept turning to who I was with when we watched the movie and I was like, does this not sound like Rayleigh Montaigne a little bit? Like yeah, like a younger Rayleigh Montaigne, and they agreed. So I I searched. And I found this guy and he's like, he made a record. He made, he made like a self-titled record and then he did a covers record and he hasn't really done anything musically since. Oh, dude, it's because he got but his like, payday from the movie. That's what I'm hoping <laughs> that he just like is living in Mexico now or something yeah. like that and like on the beach. And Do you think he wrote, um, wrote the record for the movie or the movie picked up the record and just used all the music from it? Yeah, no, the, um, because I had that same thought but the movie came out after the record was mm. released like a while after. Interesting. So someone must have heard it and just been like, this is perfect. Yeah. You know, right. Let's just use the whole thing. Right. So, um, that's kind of, that's kind of dream, dream job for me. You know, mm. I, I would love to do something like that. I'd, I'd like to write for a movie, you know? Yeah. It's cool. It's cool when people come and say, Hey, we heard this song. Can we use it for this? And, and you're like, yeah, I mean, we recorded that like four right. years ago. I'm not using it. Um, you might as well use it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's in the archive right yeah. now. But, um, you know, I, it is cool because, you know, it, everyone that's kind of involved kind of benefits from it in a way. And, yeah. and um, it's cool to like come to a producer and be like, hey, someone's using this song for some commercial. And mm. he's like, what? You know, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. But. Yeah, um, we were talking about inspiration for creativity. Um, yeah, movies are big for me. Books. Um, do you do you read? Like, can you? No, no I honestly, I, I, <laughs> that's the joke I usually make. But some days it feels like I can't read. I feel like even I honestly think it's gotten worse. I I think that reading is actually like a skill that atrophies if you don't use it 
and i Seriously. i definitely like the most that i read is like emails which is not really yes. reading you know or like ims and stuff but if i have to sit and like read an article i just like stare at it and i'm really slow and like i feel like i'm reading at like a third grade level but when i was in third grade yeah. i read at like a high school level you know so it's yeah, like I I'm definitely like <laughs> yeah. somewhere past and have regressed in my reading ability but um this is this is something i've been thinking about a lot recently um just because you know there's there's always that thing where like everyone tells you that successful people read so many books a day yeah. or a year or whatever and it's not because yeah. i'm trying to be some mogul or anything but right i do feel like there's a lot of really good information um even if you read fiction just like there's a lot mm. you can get from reading um and really my ideal situation would be an audiobook but i always tell myself that i shouldn't do that because it's cheating like I, yeah. I have this fantasy of like a bookshelf full of books that i've read so i can like you know brag about it people can come in and be like you read this i'm like yeah i read that it's really great yeah. you should borrow it or, or whatever but um that's a pretty vain um thing but um <laughs> my other thing is like because i always save up my consumption for specific you know road trips or whatever I don't really want to take six years to listen to an audiobook because I only drive, yeah. you know, once or twice a month or whatever. So, yeah, you know. I always kind of saw, I always saw myself as having like that big bookshelf too, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm the same way, man. Like when I was younger, it was like accelerated reading. And then now when I read something, I like, I find myself even on the computer skipping to like the middle of the article. Right with my eyes and then i'm like shit yeah and then i go back up. i do this thing where um i'll open an article and then scroll all the way to the bottom and read the last paragraph and be like i don't understand what any of this means and then i'll start yeah. reading the paragraphs in reverse order <laughs> like i will yeah, i'll I read do. the second to last paragraph and the third you know and i'll start like piecing together the conclusions that were made in the last paragraph yeah. like well if i would have just read the article Exactly. cover to cover like i wouldn't be doing it and, and then it's frustrating because it's like i'm figuring out in reverse and i i don't know i don't know why i do <laughs> yeah. this dude sometimes you know i think it's warranted in in some way because if you google something and one of the like top hits or whatever is a blog yeah the whole first three quarters of it is just the person's life useless. story it's like when you yeah. when you so, look up a recipe and it's like I used exactly. to make this with my mom back yeah. in the Southern Hills. <laughs> it's like I don't <laughs> care. Just this, give me the recipe. But I do a little bit of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I I think that's probably why. I think we've been conditioned to realize like people throw a lot of they need a word count or something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Right. I do the same thing. I'll just skip to the middle or something, and I I try to. I've tried to realize when I'm doing it and and I do think that it's important to like consume something as a whole. Yeah. And I know that's that's like a dying breed idea, you know. Right. But especially with articles, even with recipes, I I am ruthless. I'm like just Right. Give me the TLDR. Sometimes I back out. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I back out. I don't out even want this recipe. recipe. I don't care. I care even <laughs> yeah. less now. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask I'm you this. All How does that that uh, idea of consuming something as a whole, do you apply that when you listen to music? Mm. Yeah. When I listen to new, like if you were to recommend an artist to me, which you do, um, you usually send a song. 
And it's a good idea because I think it kind of hooks yeah. you. And, and it does. It usually does. And I try to listen to the whole thing because I want to go to the storyline right. that they've done. And, you know, you and I have talked about this before, but um, you're, there's kind of a pressure, at least as an art, a musician or a recording artist to like make every song a hit. Yeah. And that can be kind of difficult. Well, it is difficult because you, you, you're way harder on songs, you know, like when stuff used to just be played on a record or, or a CD and it wasn't, accessible as every song a single yeah right um you would buy a record they they put it right on the front with hit songs like you know Folsom Prison Blues and you know and so you'd buy the record and then you'd end up finding like a a, you know deep track favorite or something but nowadays um we kind of have to like peacock the whole thing yeah and we, I think for this newest record that we've done, which I, we've been working on it for so long, I can't believe it's not out, but um, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when we first started talking about it, it seems like a long time. It ago. has been a long time. When you recorded on it, it seems like a long yes. time ago. Um, but we kind of talked about it for this record that we didn't want, we didn't want to do that for this one. We want it to be a story and we want it to feel like a, a full experience and we know that that's not um, doing the status quo, but I, I do with movies, books, um, yeah, audio books a lot more than real books. I yeah, I don't even know how to read, so that's yeah, my problem. Right. But and dyslexia might be a factor, but um, you know, I I want people to listen to the whole thing and feel where we were yeah and i i want to consume media that feels like that person had to make it right and i'm i am kind of growing tired of listening to things that are just so catered to the where society is now and the way we consume media that i am going back to like the authentic I don't care who hears this. I need to say it, you know, or movies. I needed to make this movie. This story was important. And that's how like cult favorites happen, right? Yeah. Like I always go back to this and after everything maybe grandiose, I said it won't make sense. But The Big Lebowski is is a comedy. It's so quirky and crazy. But it seemed like the guy just had this idea in his head and he's like, you know what? Had to get it out. I'm going to get Jeff Bridges to play this like stoner drunk guy. And you think like when you think Jeff Bridges, you don't necessarily think that. And just everyone loves that movie and you like can't get it anywhere. Right. Because it just feels so authentic and it feels so whole. Mm. And and I've been trying to like, I'm a, when I watch shows on Netflix or whatever, I, I check out after like if the first or second episode hasn't caught me. I'm, right. I'm probably done, Same. but yeah, the time is a factor too right. nowadays, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, the idea of making like a longer body of work versus a bunch of small snippets, right? Like mm-hmm. that's definitely a thing um, 
that our generation I feel like is so so catered to like the the 22 minute episode or you know the three minute or you know 30 yes. second TikTok or or whatever um, but with music it really is a shame because I, I'm a big albums guy like I don't really do playlists outside of the gym um, I will almost always listen to an album cover to cover like if I'm going to listen to yep. music I start I pull up an album and I start it from the beginning. I don't like pick the 12th song. Um, Like for Thanksgiving, we were, we were all hanging out playing cards and my sister was calling out to um, the smart speaker. um, Just like random song after random song and like changing song in between songs and like all this thing. It's like um, when I'm driving with someone and they're in, in control of the playlist and they, they change the song immediately after their favorite part of the song is over oh yeah, it drives me nuts it's like it, it almost gives me blue balls because i'm like i didn't <laughs> i know you changed it after like the musical climax happened or whatever but i didn't get yes. the whole payoff of the song because there's like such a long experience but um so yeah i'm definitely a cover to cover album guy like i will sit through mm-hmm. the songs on an album that i don't like to get to the one you know for, yeah. for the most part you know sometimes i'm not gonna pretend like i do that every time but yeah. For the most part, that's how I do it. And some of my favorite albums are the ones that like to get the full context, you have to do that. Like, um, right. like Pink Floyd, the wall there's like, Oh yeah, there's motifs in that album. Like later on that initially happened way earlier in the album, like melodic yes. elements and rhythmic elements and stuff that they call back a lot. And, um, mm. I don't know. I it's hard for me because I feel like I listen to music very differently than a lot of people. Like, yeah, I I don't analyze it per se, but I definitely am paying attention to what's going on, and I try to appreciate the whole story of the album. Like, I I feel yeah. like the album should be put together in a way to where it is itself, you know, its own body of work. But anymore, they're yeah. all just like like you said, a collection of twelve singles that they rolled together and put into an album, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. Pretty hard, pretty hard to listen to uh, front to back if someone's not trying to make it into like a, a a real story. Yeah, you know, a collection of of ideas that fit together. I mean, at least for me and for you. And I, you know, I hope I hope people that listen to this feel the same way. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we did. I did do a poll on Instagram a couple couple weeks ago now. I think, mm-hmm. um, and I think the majority of everyone said that they prefer albums over playlists and will prefer to listen to an album cover to cover than just single songs but i i'm trying to decide if they answered it that way because they knew i would answer it that they way knew. or like that's right. what they actually um would answer but yeah well i feel like we're kind of like a group of people now listen you know this podcast yeah. and the people that listen to it i mean you don't listen to something if you don't resonate with it in sure. some way and and so we probably fall into the same line of um what i was talking about a little bit before like we we have to make this yeah like when i don't do this podcast for a week or we 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 skip a week i that's the thing that's off right and so i i hope that that kind of like applies to everything in my life that i'm consuming stuff that is necessary to Mm. consume and and for me to make because you and i wouldn't be here if we didn't enjoy this right you know you know, I've, um, you know, I've had to, you put other things on the back burner, burner for it, but, um, it's worth it. So. Cool. Anyways. I'm glad you feel that way. Sure. Got to get these ideas out of my head, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, you can bounce them off me, buddy. I mean, I was going to talk into this mic whether you're on the other end or not, so. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think we should do a spinoff uh, someday where it's just you or just me. Bill Burr does that. Mm. He does this podcast where he just like has, I don't know what he's drinking. It, it sounds like he's trying to be quiet because his family's in the house <laughs> and he just talks. Yeah. Like for a long time and reads emails. That's funny. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we should uh, do a we could do a, do a spinoff. We just alternate weeks of 20 minute, yeah, 20 minute episodes, 10 minute episodes. Just me. The other, yeah. the other thing that's weird, and this will be the last thing that we can wrap it up. Um, yeah. A lot of people listen to podcasts that are only like 10 or 20 minute episodes. But I only listen to podcasts that are like hour, two, three yeah. hours long. You know, like I Joe know. Rogan always has three hour episodes. Seriously. Like I've been listening to Armchair Expert recently with Dax Shepard. Um, it's an hour long, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, the, what the, the podcast cadence thing is, but for some reason, I like short TV episodes, but I like long yes. podcasts. I don't like twenty minute oh, podcasts. That's weird. Ah. Anyway, that's why we're here for an hour. Exactly. We're meeting in the middle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Similar Vein Podcast. Be sure to rate and subscribe if you haven't already. Hit us up on Instagram at Similar Vein Podcast and also now on TikTok at Similar Vein Podcast. Until next time, we will see y'all. Y'all. Yeah.